0: Alright, welcome back to another episode of What Do We Know with Hari and Jim. I'm Jim Flanagan, joined as always... Uh, back in the studio, back in the US, Harry Rao. Hari, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. You've been gallivanting around the world. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, joined as always by our producer here in the People of Comedy Network studios. <laughs> I haven't screwed that up in a while. James Webb. What up, everybody? How are you, homie? Good,
1: man. How are you guys? I'm good, thank you. It's good to see you again. It's good
0: to be back. We haven't been here in a little bit. You've done some nice things with the. Uh, thank you. You like the decor? You got a pumpkin harvest uh, candle for It the... is October. It is October. I hate You're... to date the episode, but it is. That's fine. I mean it's fine. It's October, so you did it. <laughs> He's showing them that we're wrong, not him. He's not like it's not like he has a, a it's not like he has a Halloween candle in January. He's just letting them know that we're delayed. So that's okay. fine.
1: People are gonna hear this in October of twenty twenty. So yeah. okay,
0: <laughs> Which is when we're filming it. I love really excited for this election coming up soon. Um
1: Dude, on my way over here, I saw something very peculiar. What was that? This flock of birds. I was waiting at the red light, and there was a flock of birds, and then they were just going in circles, in, like, zigzags and then in circles. And I thought, like, you know how there's, like, the, the bird leader? He's the one the one at the front, or she. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, maybe that bird doesn't know what they're doing. Where they're, where they're going. But, like, has to pretend for the, you know, <laughs> and then everybody's just, like, yeah. I think it's this way, actually.
0: Yeah. You know what happens to me a lot downtown is uh, because of all the big buildings. My GPS doesn't work that great, so okay. sometimes it'll send me in circles. Do you think that's what happened to the <laughs> to the flock of birds that <laughs> they, you were watching? Their,
1: their GPS, was yeah, just it's just stuff. like
0: ah. Once you get down by the Mag Mile, you know, everything's just too many tall buildings. You can't really get a good signal. Could that have been it?
1: <laughs> they got to upgrade from that TomTom, I think.
0: They really should. They're still using a TomTom. <laughs> <laughs> Hari, uh, we got a great episode today. Uh, Lucia Whalen is going to be joining us today. She's uh, in, in environmental journalism. She also just launched a new online magazine called thetrashymag.org. We're going to talk about reducing your footprint a little bit later on today. But first, I want to hear about you. I haven't seen you in a couple weeks, buddy. You have been gallivanting around Europe. How yes. has that been? Where were you?
1: Yes. So I went to uh, Spain for a week with my girlfriend. Uh, we spent a couple of days in Barcelona. The cool thing about this, we went to a place called Ronda. Which is about two hours south of Sevilla, about an hour north of Marbella. I don't know if that means anything yeah, no, any, but no. Not okay. At all. So about four years ago I walked into my office and you know how you have like those screensavers that just pop up and show <laughs> pictures? Well there was this picture of this bridge and it was just amazing. And I was I took a picture of it with my phone and thought, I'm gonna go here someday. <laughs> and that's what I did. The really? whole mission of this trip was to go see that bridge in person. Wow. In Ronda, Spain. And I have to say, if I did nothing else in that whole trip, it was amazing.
0: Good. As long as the bridge... That would suck if the bridge was like <laughs> right. out of order, <laughs> like maintenance this week. Or it was Come just really Sunday. small. Yeah. <laughs> just picturesque for photos, but not really usable. Oh, that's great. Good.
1: So we spent uh, yeah about a week in Spain and then a couple days in uh, Denmark. And Spain was way more affordable, for one. Yeah, They're on the euro. And I don't I mean it's going to be different by country, but like... The the Danish Kroner is what mm-hmm. the, they're on in Denmark. And, like, man, everything's always, almost twice as expensive. Yeah. Know. But, um yeah, we did Airbnbs.
0: Airbnbs in a foreign country. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with that. Really? I just don't want to be taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm always worried that they're, I don't know. You just hear too much about what, I mean, it can happen anywhere, right? But at least, like, in the U.S. I speak the language. Like, I can make other arrangements if something goes wrong. But if I'm out there and I'm low on Danish kroners, and then then <laughs> and someone, you know, someone. I, I mean, I, I don't even know what they're saying, right? I, so I don't know. I, I just it's just weird to me. I, I get it, and good for you. You're more adventurous than I am. Uh, I just don't know if I'd feel comfortable doing that until I had uh, experienced a place a little bit.
1: So for you, it would be more of a. Uh like getting taken advantage of.
0: Yeah, I'm watching people. It. That's okay. a weird thing. <laughs> very, I am
1: Very untrusting.
0: So here's where I think that comes from right now. Uh, I am going to uh, Switzerland and Germany next week. You're not the only one, okay? You're not the only international <laughs> boy on this podcast. Let's make that clear. Uh, I'm did going you
1: have here. a photo from four years I ago? You're not. going to go <laughs> live your dream? <laughs>
0: I wish I did. Uh, no, I. Uh, but everyone I've talked to, like I've been asking people for travel advice, and you know, there's the normal advice uh, about, you know, some people are like, don't don't do anything as far as uh, don't get any currency ahead of time just go there use your card and all of that and some people give you normal advice like that and there's other people <laughs> just weird stuff like if someone hands you a baby in Germany you're about to get robbed and I'm like wait what that's <laughs> not even uh, that's not logical why why are they handing you a baby like everyone's got this weird horror travel story of uh, you know what I mean? uh, of something bad happening to them so I guess I'm just at a hotel you at least know there's a place you can go that you're gonna be safe right?
1: Wait, first of all The baby thing actually is pretty genius. Because if you're holding the baby, what are you going to do then, right? I'm going to be, I can just take stuff out of your pockets. What are you going to?
0: But then here's the question, because eventually they're going to want their baby back, right? Or do you get like robbed and you're now the dad? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like Your baby. Sorry, broke guy. It's your baby now. I don't know. That was honestly what someone said to me.
1: I feel like if they're robbing you, they're probably not too concerned about taking care of that child.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying, because otherwise they have to, like, run away with the baby, right? right. I should have asked follow-up questions on this <laughs> on this baby conversation. Just don't
1: the, hold any babies when you're there. Well, that's
0: rule number one that's now, rule one. first of all. Even in the U.S., I'm skeptical. I'm like, hang I don't know if that's really my nephew. You know what I mean? Like, let's, <laughs> I'm not just going to go holding random babies, you know, even if they look like my brother. No, thank you. That's not what I do now. Um, but you had a good trip and then you so Barcelona and then Denmark
1: my girlfriend she was she really like was trying to respect the culture and the language in Spain which mm-hmm. I appreciate but all it really meant was she just kept saying gracias and see a lot <laughs> 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 she was, and she was like kind of holding it over my head like why don't you try you know <laughs> like just wait till we get to Denmark <laughs> ask for awesome. some agua <laughs>
0: Um, I'm really happy that you said you went to Barcelona and not Barcelona because when people go there for a week and come back like it's just their native tongue, it bothers me so oh,
1: much. Oh, but see, Barcelona is like the kind of, <laughs> it's like the kind of place that you can feel, that like you go there in like three days, you're very comfortable there. Sure. It's like you see, you see people walking around with a backpack and cameras, and you're like, fucking tourists. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, there's too many, because so many people go there, here's the one annoying thing I found, and... and You When you go to Europe or any other country, you don't want to hear people speak English. It just, like, ruins the whole experience. Like, if it's broken English and they're, like, trying to communicate with you, that's different. That's part of the whole thing. (laughs) But if it's just, like, you can clearly understand them. God, I hope no
0: one internationally ever listens to this. They're going to think that we are everything wrong with America. (laughs) I don't want you to speak my language better than me. But if you're just trying to be able to communicate with me because I won't learn your language when I'm in your country. Fine.
1: Okay. True. And okay. There's a lot of moving parts there. What I'm saying <laughs> is that you don't want to hear people speak English because it's like other tourists. Like you want to okay. be there, like in your own little adventure. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the other person who's from there. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's different. That. It's a I different get that. vibe.
0: Like, I had a a friend who uh, was in, I want to say Germany, and, like, ran into some people from the Wisconsin Dells, (laughs) and they were like, oh, let's hang out, and they were like, no, thanks, we don't really, if we wanted to do that, we'd be in the Dells, if we wanted to hang out with Wisconsin Dells folks. So, I can totally see that. See. But I hate, the one thing I hate is when people come back from Barcelona and and say it that way, (laughs) or, like, Ibiza, I was in Ibiza, I'm like, oh, did you have any pitha while you were there? Did you? Uh, so good for you calling it Barcelona like a grown-up. I'm proud of you.
1: So what are you What, what are you looking forward to on this trip?
0: Uh, Swiss Alps. I really want to go up in the Alps. I want to... Uh, you want to do some skiing? I, I'm, I'm probably not going to ski, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. I, uh, I don't have a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> um, but, I'm sorry. Is it shitty
1: of me that I'm picturing you on some <laughs> skis and it's kind of cracking me
0: up? Like I mean, it wasn't <laughs> until you said it out loud. <laughs> The first time I ever went on a ski trip was either sixth or seventh grade. And uh, (laughs) like, you know, if you got good grades, you got to go on a ski trip, right? And uh, it was just like to a bullshit place around here that manufactures their own snow. And uh, I got to the top of the ski lift and I was afraid to get off. So they had to like reverse the whole thing, which is cool in front of your entire school. If you want to (laughs) be... what's going on oh jimmy was afraid to leave the ski lift he was afraid to jump onto snow so it's <laughs> they had to reverse the entire Wait, thing
1: whoa like it wasn't just like bringing you down it was everybody like
0: the entire lift like you know it goes around the other oh, way no. and i just i was too afraid to get off of it so they had to stop the entire lift and reverse it and like coax me off of it it was like a scared animal in a tree <laughs> they're like hey you want, you want some Aww. food <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> So needless to say, skiing's not my favorite hobby. Um, <laughs> I mean, if if it, yeah, I mean, if it was if everyone was going skiing, of course I would go. But I don't think that's I don't think that's the point of this trip.
1: It'll be fun. I went skiing once, and I feel like I got ripped off a little bit because Why is that? okay, this was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. and it was like a so I think it was like gym class, and they were like, okay, we're gonna ski. Like you know, how you do random stuff, and you go bowling. You ever take bowling in gym class? No, really?
0: Where did you, you guys go to ever school?
1: Had bowling and gym. I think
2: oh. I went bowling
1: once for gym. Yeah, we square danced.
2: Oh, that was the
1: worst. What's the point of that?
2: Why
0: And we would play like bullshit lacrosse, but like not with actual equipment with like upside down milk jugs with the bottom cut off. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about, James? Just go to school in Queens in the thirties? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> Apparently, yes.
1: I'm I'm just mad at the world that I know what docy doing your partner is. Like why <laughs> why do I but so we went ski but so it was skiing and I got excited. But it was cross-country skiing. Oh, boy. It's like just walking with skis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's a little worse. <laughs> um, you know, we should probably get into our topics. I think our guest is going to be here in a few minutes. Uh, reducing your footprint, re- recycling, uh, living living better for Earth, being a better <laughs> steward of the planet. Harry, what do you know?
1: I'm very excited about this because actually, uh, so this came about uh, because, oh, it's just a week ago, I was asking you about, like, what do I do? with all of these plastic bags I've accumulated.
0: In you know, like company. I have that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, we were, well, we like, were well, talking about one, Like, well, take one,
0: put it over your head, next <laughs> time you decide to ask me something <laughs> like this. <laughs> But not for very long. Just, you know, to get the skip well, the wait, gist. no,
1: I think we were, we were talking about what kind of guests we should have on and I was just like, I don't know what to do with all these bags. I want somebody <laughs> to tell me what to do with these and then you had the answer. You were like Lucia.
0: Yeah, which I do also want to know. Were you like just swimming in plastic bags at that moment? Oh, yes, I was. I <laughs> were was like, like <laughs> Scrooge McDucking in your <laughs> in your plastic bag vaults. You're like, I don't know what to do with all these. It's taking up two bedrooms in my house. How many plastic bags do you have?
1: See, here's the thing, it's like <laughs> shouldn't be a story no it's just like i don't know like i I imagine other people do this it's like you intend to bring your own bags mm-hmm. and then you forget them when you go to the store and then you just get more and then you forget to bring those and you just to keep accumulating all of these bags you don't want to throw them away because you know it's like a shitty thing to do.
0: Are these reusable plastic bags?
1: That's the other question I have for her <laughs> Is I don't really know what the difference is between, if, there's, if, it's, a pl- if it's plastic it's plastic right? I don't know I'm, Are I, I'm very weird? ignorant on the subject and I really want to know about
0: Is it. it weird to you that we started a podcast just to get like two questions of yours answered <laughs> is that strange at all? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you know mean? what let's podcast about it. anytime you have a weird question we just do a <laughs> podcast about it that's the entire impetus for this
1: well what's so I, at home i recycle but everything goes in there that i believe is recyclable which is very questionable
0: <laughs> as to what's real and what isn't yes and that's fair in no i get that the
1: extent of it um, i get
0: that i'm like if someone can chew the rest of that gum it's recyclable i get that <laughs> i
1: I for the first time I ordered something and I used a uh, a paper straw for the first time, Ooh. which I thought was really weird because it went soggy like halfway through. Have you used paper? Yeah, G-
3: James? like
0: a decade ago at Brookfield Zoo, I remember having them. Really, and they've had them. They were ahead of the curve, and I did not care for it.
3: We're a we're a metal straw family. Are
0: you? Oh, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So for the podcast today, because first of all, uh. I don't, I don't like just, I, like, anything we learn, I want to take advantage of. For example, I've lost a lot of money betting on horses. Anyway, um, anything that we learn, I want to make sure that we, we use. And uh, so today for the podcast, uh, I got us a couple of reusable Starbucks cups so we can reduce our impact. And then Hari goes and gets a paper sleeve to put over <laughs> his reusable Starbucks cup.
1: It was very hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> But is this? Oh, but is this not made of? It says a. Uh, it says contains eighty five percent post consumer fiber. So <laughs> I, that's got to be good.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. There's a poop joke in there. There somewhere. certainly is. <laughs> I'll the, tell you what. Here's what we do. Very green
1: of you to do. Good. Good thinking.
0: Here's what we're gonna do. Our guest is here, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back with our first segment, three questions, and then we'll learn a little bit more about your uh, about your paper. Unless you want to get rid of that before she gets in here. That's I would up like to, you. to know
1: more about why this was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. We are back with our uh, with our guest expert for the week, Lucia Wayland, to talk to us a little bit about reducing our footprint. Uh, let's start with our first segment, three questions. Lucia, question number one.
3: Question number one: Why does focusing too much on recycling as individuals distract from the greater environmental crisis?
0: Oh, all right. Can I already tell you we have our smartest guest of the <laughs> of the lived <short-lived laughs> podcast so far. It's the Best question I've ever heard.
1: I think I have an answer.
0: Well, what do you got?
1: Okay, because if you think about like the greater environmental crisis that recycling as an individual is just a a small part of that and people are so focused on that and there's there's actually you know much maybe as a society greater things we can do
0: there you go i like that
1: i feel like it's a safe answer i'm gonna
0: guess it's because we're not very good at it and i think that we can do a lot more harm than good sometimes oh question number two
3: uh what's one of the most impactful environmental decisions that individuals can make
0: What is one of the most impactful environmental decisions an individual could make? Uh, Reusables. Reusables. That's good. I would say uh, not putting uh, paper sleeves in your coffee cups. I think that's one that I think that
3: we could could
0: all learn, (laughs) particularly. Um, I really like that reusables answer, but I can't can't steal (laughs) your answer. So I'm going to go ahead and say... uh,
3: Think outside the box here. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Okay. Give me more hints. Outside
3: the (laughs) box.
1: Is it a recyclable
3: box? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It doesn't um, have to do with waste.
0: I. You know what? I. am gonna. I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna copy Harry's answer of reusables, and uh, because I want to hear your answer later. All right. Here. Question number three. What's number three?
3: Um. This is more of a factoid. People can cheat and Google. But uh, how much waste does the average person produce per day?
0: First of all, very few of our listeners have the internet. <laughs> um, is this? <laughs> let's make that clear. I just put podcasts on my grandparents' phones, and they listen, and that's it. So they can't do a lot of Googling. They're your only listeners. That's it. That's
1: it. (laughs) Is this answered in, like, pounds? Or, like, how do we... Yeah,
3: this is pounds. Per day? Per day.
0: Oh, wow. I'm going to go with one pound. Waste? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, I'm going to say, like, uh, ten pounds. (laughs) Per day? (laughs) Yeah. What do you do? Do you get those
0: (laughs) sleeves in bulk? Entire, I mean
1: in your entire alright 10 sounds like a lot now that the way you guys reacted is making me rethink no, that's, this. No it's
0: probably closer to 10 than 1 I, I, but it, per day alright can all right. I change my answer? Yes as five. long as I can change mine too. <laughs> I went right. up a little bit he went down. I'm going 2 pounds you're going 5 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Good. Lucia, first of all, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you
3: for having me. We're so
0: thrilled to have I you here. I love talking. Uh, this, <laughs> this couldn't have been more timely with a lot that's going on in the news right mm-hmm. now. Uh, Harry and I had the idea. Harry had the idea. He had some questions, and we thought you'd be perfect to bring in. Before we get anywhere, we use the term expert very loosely here, but we want to know what makes you an expert in this field. Where, where's your... Where's your experience lie?
3: So I've been working in sustainability for the past like eight years or okay. so, seven years, seven to eight years, and um, I was trained as a climate reality, like presenter and leader by Al Gore's nonprofit, um, like six years ago, wow. and I've been really involved with their organization. So I give climate change presentations, and I, I'm a, I work in activism, and um, I like served on a panel with him. So that's probably my uh, highest that's incredible that's my credit <laughs> our last guy, <laughs> had nothing to do with recycling but i just like to <laughs> tell people that so they respect me
0: for the record our last guy is like i'm an expert on horse betting because i bet on horses <laughs> so you are you have leveled up our podcast tremendously <laughs> And you have just <laughs> undertaken uh, something new. You've uh, launched a new magazine, correct?
3: Yeah. So I um, I've been working for about a year with two um, of my best childhood friends. So it's called Trashy, and it's a digital zero waste, like Chicago centric magazine. So most magazines or blogs that exist in Zero Waste are like very it's like white women fermenting foods and and healing (laughs) their gut you know and we're white women but we're we're trying to make (laughs) (laughs) there's no fermentation but we're trying to make like an inclusive um like realistic just basically to get people's awareness up like we wanted to make something that our friends would read that's like funny and also serious at the same time and just draws attention to like sustainability focused businesses and also like how to's to help people just become aware of their habits like this week we all like tracked our waste and then posted about so we have a we have a quarterly magazine and then we have like an instagram page okay and um in terms of recycling i um i worked at the university of illinois chicago i was an intern with the office of sustainability as an undergrad and I developed a battery and pen recycling program there <laughs> and then I um and then I worked there for their like administrative services that basically like oversees all the recycling and everything so oh, wow, is wow. the
1: program still going on the battery and pen? it is nice. yeah it that's expanded cool. you've made actually. a big
3: difference that's really cool
0: it's very cool so two quick things I want to I want to ask you first of all
3: and this is my recyclable bottle
0: is it a recyclable bottle uh we can hear it all right <laughs> Um, do you want a paper sleeve for that they're very popular around these parts (laughs) Uh, i know what cold bottle (laughs) i know what it means but a lot of people may not so can you just define sustainability
3: yeah it's also very like loosely Mm -hmm. used and manipulated often and like greenwashed greenwashed means like used by companies to seem green to like promote products or their agenda that pisses me off i know yeah it's really bad it's a buzzword yeah So, so yeah, sustainability, when I use it, I'm talking about environmental sustainability. So, like, using practices that create systems that can take us into the future in a, um, it's hard not to use sustainable within Mm -hmm. the definition of sustainable, but in a sustainable way that allows us to live, basically forever <laughs> as a species
0: i've never heard the term greenwashing but i have a real problem with it like not the term i like just the act yeah. of it like when you go to a hotel and they're like hey we're not gonna wash anything in your room <laughs> just for yeah. your sake you know what i mean just to like be sister- oh you gotta put your key card in to use the lights not to save money but like for the like yeah. i get the and it, i think it's all good <laughs> stuff but i think they're you like i can't do that i be like listen i can't pay i went paperless i just don't have any cash on me yeah
3: can, well like, it's it's also like very my it, It can be compared to like Pride Month when every business suddenly Mm -hmm. like, we support the gays by our (laughs) shirt. (laughs) And it's like the same way. It's just like they sort of use the buzzwords to like promote their own products or to or businesses like make them look like they're using environmentally friendly practices when they're actually doing more harm than good okay. most likely. Well sustainability then is 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 reusability is that
0: No, but that's fair. When you're using it, I mean we're talking about the cases of not just again not using lights just to save money you're talking about actually extending the the life of our species on this planet right you're looking to do things to be able to uh, provide us more longevity because let's face it if not if left to our own devices i feel like we're gonna we're gonna continue doing what we've done on this planet and and i'm certainly you know i i'm i'm one of the culprits like i do a lot of stuff so i want this as an opportunity like to learn how to be better at things i guess my first question on that note is why Like, what are the benefits of reducing your footprint?
3: Basically, as an industrialized society, every single thing we do requires energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the greatest contributor to greenhouse gas emissions right now is industry and all like buildings like what we use to power our buildings and cars and basically all the fuel we use it's one of the biggest contributors and everything we do in a modern society uses i mean just look outside it's like everything everything we do is powered by something you yeah. know and all the materials we use are very energy intensive and are basically like everything on this table required some sort of ecological degradation which is it's not only bad for like other species is it's bad for us and Mm -hmm. it's it's often like bad for the communities who live in those areas so i mean it's it can only be beneficial like we've expanded in and this has to do with recycling too basically like when industrialization took off Mm -hmm. it there was just a lot of burning of like coal and um non-renewable energy to like forward the development of western society and um it really came at the cost of the environment and so i mean it it pollutes human health like you can see like how poor health rates are in urban areas it has like so much to do with how the environment is so it's just like intuitively it just like makes sense to Mm -hmm. me that we need to slow down and
0: well and now we have the opportunity right like mm-hmm. we have so many things in place you can you know there are hybrids and and completely electric vehicles and like there is there are a lot of the steps in place to be more sustainable as a society right. we just need to take the steps to do it
3: yeah the issue is really the lifestyle that has been created by developed countries like we consume so much mm. and that's where like that's where waste reduction and recycling comes in because we live in a consumer society where like thriving as a society depends on our economy moving forward Mm -hmm. and our economy moving forward depends on the create the production of products that are generally made out of like unsustainable materials so we we live in a society that's it's based on um, a linear what's called a linear economy so a a product is created and then the end of that life cycle is in generally is in a landfill Mm -hmm. a sustainable society would work in a more circular way so it's called like a circular economy where there it's hard to have completely zero waste like realistically but um, a product is created or something is created and then it's the end of its life cycle is back into some sort of feedback loop where like it can be reused or it can be fed into something else.
0: Which makes a lot of sense. and I think we're moving in that direction with a lot of products. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but still it's up to you what you do with it. Right. Like I live in a condo complex and uh, because of the the people who live there, we are unable to understand the difference between the green bins and the blue bins. They've actually stopped the recycling program. yeah, because of the fact that it was just, I mean, people were, just ignoring it, you know, and like, oh, we're just going to put our trash here. But that's recycling. Ah, we don't give a shit. Yeah. And so, I mean, there, we have the opportunities to do it, but we still have to take the right steps and, and be a piece of it, right? Yeah, 100%.
1: Now, in my building, we recycle, but it just seems like it's a, everybody puts all, everything that they think is recyclable into one thing. That's what I'm doing, nobody's corrected me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I always is there like a guy sorting through all this stuff? Like, how, <laughs> like, if somebody throws in something that you're not supposed to recycle, how does all this so get so
3: that's a huge issue for sugar. Is that is it too too early for the hot button issue? We, 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 we'll get we'll get. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you throw me oh
0: for Olivia. Oh boy, <laughs> all right.
1: Well, let me just add, is there like is there a person like are people doing the separating of this
3: stuff, or is it like There are machine separators. So like in a city, what's supposed to happen is there are different types of plastics and different types of recyclables. So they're supposed to be sorted differently. And like things that say there are different. So if you look at, you know how there's a little number inside the little recycling picture? Ideally, people are (laughs) supposed to.
0: (laughs) If you could have seen the blank look on Harry's face, it was... (laughs) It was unbel- it was like she asked a trick question <laughs> that he was supposed to know the answer to and he was just like, Whoa, that was amazing.
3: <laughs> if you look at any recyclable material, mm-hmm. every different recyclable material has a number on it. And it's basically it indicates like what sort of product it is. it's taking his sleeve off. <laughs> It indicates like what sort of hope there's a number on that. Yeah, what sort of recyclable product it is. So not everything is universally. Like Chicago doesn't accept all recyclable products. So the issue is when like we have a very contaminated waste system mm-hmm. because not just wrong recyclables being put in, but like like plastic bags for instance aren't supposed to go in the recycling and a lot of people throw them in and recyclable and plastic bags (laughs) sorry I'm I'm just like I don't know what you do at home dude
0: you have no idea how no, much do so wants to I ask you.
1: I have so many questions. I go <laughs> to Whole Foods and they're like, there's like eight different bins to put things. Yeah, and I don't know what goes well, where. Well, what
3: happens when plastic bags go into the recycling stream if they're not taken out is they can clog up like the sorters at the recycling plant and cause issues. So
0: you monster.
3: So often the big issue with recycling is, and I won't go too deep into this so we can talk about it later, but often like just because it goes in a bin doesn't mean it's going to be recycled. More often than not, it goes to a landfill. Because it's contaminated. So that's the issue with risk. That's a big issue with recycling. I want to get and more thinking, into this. And thinking... That's the issue with why a lot of people think recycling is like... People are like, I recycle. I'm environmentally friendly. It's like, if that's the one thing you're banking on, <laughs> you're <laughs> Satan. You know, you <laughs> not, really. Right. <laughs> not really.
1: Not really, but... What is we're the, just
3: not educated well enough. Sure.
1: What is the difference between... The, the plastic bag like sometimes i go to go to the grocery store you get the thick one and then sometimes it's the thin one i don't know which which what's
0: by the way harry spells thick with two c's when he's talking about plastic bags <laughs> it's like a thick a plastic juicy bag, bag. exactly <laughs> hey bag
1: but You're like thick. one of them is recyclable and the other one <laughs> i'm talking something serious yes. here jim are you sexually attracted to plastic bags <laughs> Who is it? Lord knows, I have a <laughs> bunch of them. <laughs> We're addicted to them. So, what are you supposed to do with with plastic bags? Not, I got, use I got them. A, not you, but if, okay. So, when you get them from the store, yeah, I have a collection of these bags because I keep yeah. forgetting to bring them to back to the store in which I got them from. Do you? Are there, is there a place to take all these
3: bags? <laughs> well, you, wait. So you're bringing them back? Oh, you're saying you like to rebag your stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, there are a lot of stores like Tony's I know has one they have like plastic bag receptacles where wow. you can bring them Yeah. Okay. so like I know the Tony's by my house does Whole Foods usually does there's also they also have like you can bring your old Brita filters and they'll take them Um, it, d- it depends you sort of have to like look up on a recycling guide but usually you can take it to like a Tony's or a Whole Foods and is it only the, the thick city.
1: ones with 1k or is it like also <laughs>
0: the 1k <laughs> Have you ever seen the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Thick. 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 <laughs> it's a
1: hard cake. <laughs> is it? Is it only the the thicker ones or like the you know that you, jewel you can get? They give you the like the old school ones. Yeah. You know? Are Those recyclable as well.
3: Um, I I take all of them to a, a if there's a plastic bag one I take them all.
0: But you should not be putting them just in your recycling. Uh, at yeah, home not at all. Because That's, they can mess up the sorters. Yeah.
3: yeah. For
1: the record, I don't do that. I, I've been holding on to them Wondering what to do with them the Do
0: you have them like, from stores that don't even exist anymore? <laughs> do you have like, Venture <laughs> you and Zerabats?
1: <laughs> Jim bought Recyclable cups and then I put a sleeve On mine because you it got was reusable. Really you got reusable cups, Re- 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 cups correct. Reusable cups. But why is this Paper sleeve a bad idea? It's recyclable right? So I just toss it in the recycle bin After I'm done with it
3: Yeah. Or is it just
1: the fact that I'm even using yeah,
3: it Yeah I think that's it you just nailed it so but. I think actually one good place to start is I should tell you a little bit about the history of recycling because yes. not a lot of people know how we started. Okay. So in... Recycling started in the 70s. Before the 70s, people just like... Like in World War II, people were just like reusing tins and stuff, you know? Um, In the 60s and 70s, it's so Coke is famous for this, Coca-Cola. They started... Basically, companies started producing products that would be given to the consumer and then the consumer was basically responsible for then what to do with it because they were like it was no longer the milkman situation you know where he like Mm -hmm. picked the bottles back up so all the things that like this like your paper thing it's called an externality uh plastic bottles are externalities so it's basically like what a company produces that then like they suddenly don't have to take care of And for some reason, we don't hold them accountable for, like, taking care of the end product. Mm -hmm. Um, And so recycling was basically recycling was created as a solution to all these to people having, like, all of these waste products they didn't know what to do with. Um, And then, like, all these campaigns were created. Uh, I think it's. I uh, looked it up before I came. It's uh the crying Indian is the what is it? It's the yeah the crying Indian like commercial where it mm-hmm. basically told people like you're responsible. It placed the onus on individuals and totally diverted attention away from the fact that like companies are creating this. Interesting. And it's really it should be their responsibility. Sure. So that all it all comes back to just environmental issues in general, where like a lot of advertising for like how to be more sustainable is telling individuals like do this shop this way when really like corporations creating everything is are the big problems Mm -hmm. should
1: we be going back to the days of the milkman coming around and picking up the there have
3: been a lot of articles about that like in europe people are milkmen are coming back really yeah milk gives me diarrhea so okay
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, then no, the milkman should not be coming back. Yeah, that's not sustainable. The
3: oat milkman. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Soy milk guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like super thin and anemic. <laughs> oh, that's great. So so yeah, I think that uh, illuminates a little bit. Like the, the root of recycling is sort of evil.
1: There's so many like, like you can bring back the milkman But then one would say, well, what about all of the the fuel he's going to burn to come and collect everything?
3: Mm. So it's like, I feel like he would have an electric car, but he would have an
1: okay. (laughs) It's it's not about recycling more. It's about reducing the things that you're going to be using.
3: Yes. And also, I mean, a huge part of this is so we live in a consumer culture and we live in a globalized society where we outsource most part like in a city, we outsource everything and Mm -hmm. we don't like have farms anymore. like outside the city, you know, where we're getting things. And so to get everything that we need, it requires a lot of packaging. A big part of creating a sustainable economy would be having a more local economy. So like supporting local farms. And there are a lot of farms in the city. That's one of the companies that we um, interviewed for my new magazine is uh, Urban Farm in the City. And by supporting urban, like local agriculture, you reduce waste a ton because then you don't, Hmm.
0: Yeah, there's no packaging, there's yeah. no transportation Yeah, like going to costs a farmer's or, market. Yeah. I can't imagine the amount of waste that Amazon creates.
3: Oh my God, horrifying. On a daily,
0: I mean, you think about the number of packages and everything, you know what I mean? that I, I can't even imagine those numbers. Yeah. And reducing that is by purchasing things locally.
1: Yeah. So I was reading on your website, uh, thetrashymag.com, mm-hmm. and you said that uh, one challenge with recycling is that a lot of people don't really know what is and what isn't recyclable. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people. So is there anything you can speak to to sort of... I don't clarify for idiots like me.
3: (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) I get it.
0: Like, I get it, but answer for Harry, if you don't mind. Because he doesn't know.
3: Okay, so most... I want to try. Absolutely. Like, most paper products are recyclable. If you have an item you want to recycle, there should be a recycling... There should be, like, either a compostable or a recycling sign on it. And so that... Is generally a pretty good judge. I'd say like one of the biggest confusions people have is with single-use plastics. So there are certain like plastic bags, for example, that you can't recycle. Um, so you have to be really careful about like checking for that little symbol on your recycling. Like a lot of um certain snacks, like uh, a, a bag, bag of almonds. Om- yeah, a bag of Doritos. That's garbage. <laughs> like the bags of almonds <laughs> from from like Trader Joe's. You know, like how they like that's not recyclable. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah.
0: So we just kind of make the assumption that if it's plastic, it's recyclable. Yeah. That's not the case. Exactly. Interesting.
1: My so re- assumption has always been if it's plastic, it's not recyclable. Really? Yeah. I What I throw in the, my recycle bin is paper.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: However, I'll get mail, and if right. I, it's a lot of junk mail, I'll just toss it right in the recycle. But it does have that, like, sometimes it has that little plastic film. Right, yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, some guy will pick it out. But that's not... <laughs> No, I mean, like you, should I be taking that I off? I have a
3: bottle, yeah. Or just is it even
1: better just to throw that thing in the garbage?
3: I, the I usually thing? take it off. Okay. So mostly it's paper or like bottles? Yeah. Something also important- ask to th-
1: me why I'm collecting so many bottles in my S- apartment. Something we also
3: important to think about is that plastic is ba- a petroleum-based product. So plastic is very much linked to the fossil fuel industry. I Most of our materials that. are, yeah.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. so obviously by reducing your use of plastics you can go a long way
3: and another big thing to think about is because uh, a lot of people have this like idea that plastic water bottle, like the water in plastic water bottles is actually healthier there are fewer regulations for com- for plastic water bottle companies regulating their water than there is for like tap water
0: <clears throat> there are so many misconceptions out there
3: yeah something crazy so water is like a huge thing that I wish people knew more about so water rights are a huge thing the Great Lakes contain 20% of the world's fresh water and because more and more of the world is like drying up people are starting to look at us and so they created this thing called the Great Lakes Pact I think and so for anyone to divert water out of the Great Lakes all the governors of the Great Lakes have to agree so most people can't divert water so if you live in this is why when people move out of Chicago for comedy I'm like you're an idiot I live in the basin <laughs> dude because as long as you live inside the basin which is basically like the edge of cook county you have legal rights to the water but if you live outside you don't so like there are suburbs whose groundwater are drying up mm-hmm. and they can't just divert water from lake michigan they need like legal approval to do that from
0: all of the great lakes
3: from yeah but here's the thing there is like a loophole that says a certain size of water can be diverted and it's basically like the nestle loophole that allows water bottle companies to divert water so like nestle just like diverts water for their own water bottles good
0: for them yeah. you know <laughs> about time big corporations so yeah a break.
3: so like we think water bottles are so great but they suck <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not swearing on
0: the podcast i appreciate that so, wait, wow. hey, Jim
3: lives in the suburbs, so All you right. know,
0: like. <laughs> yeah, let's not make me the bad guy. All right. Well, I which only, suburb? I live in Naperville.
3: Oh yeah, you're screwed. Okay. <laughs> Start collecting water. Dig <laughs> a well in your backyard. You
0: probably should. Um, so, but there are other reasons plastic is bad, mm-hmm. right? And one of them being
3: microplastics. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Huge issue. So more and more micropla- So microplastics are basically like when. Plastics are in bodies of water and they start to break down literally into microplastics into like tiny pieces of plastic. So much so that often like we can't even see it. Uh, This is like a huge area of study now. So scientists have been like skimming off the top of water in the ocean, uh, on like grounds, I think they're called like swells. And there's like an equal amount of plastic to baby fish. But basically in those like little areas where baby fish are like put to develop, that's usually they like eat algae and stuff to develop and so they're finding microplastics in baby fish and like we don't know what the consequences of that is so uh we don't know if that is going to kill them but like there's so there's a ton of microplastics being found in fish coming out of bodies of water basically there's a lot of microplastics in the great lakes especially Mm -hmm. in lake michigan um it's not just the ocean and it's because there's like a ton of plastic pollution that goes into the lakes. So, I mean, that's something to worry about because yeah. it affects human health. Like, Absolutely. we don't know what the repercussions of that is. Like, having mi- microplastics in your DNA. Like, we're just becoming literal robots. <laughs> and is this
1: coming from, like, the manufacturing of plastics or, like, literally a plastic milk carton? Somebody tosses it in a river somewhere and then that's where these microplastics end I think end a
3: little up. bit of both. A lot of it's litter. I mean, they've they're finding, like, plastic bags out in the middle of the ocean.
1: Yeah, I was wondering how these things get there, right? Because yeah. I, well, old garbage just gets buried underground, which I'm sure has its own sure. issues. But like, how is it, like you read about, like, you know, like, like some dolphin is just wearing a plastic bag on its head for like five years because somebody, <laughs>
3: where, where does this, where, how does it get there? I honestly don't know the exact answer to that. We like ship out a lot of our recycling. So a big issue right now is that China just stopped accepting our recycling. So, yeah, China stopped uh, accepting the recycling of the United States, or I think of all countries, because we were basically just like giving them our recycling. And um, so now there's this huge panic in the United States because we're like, what are we doing with all our recyclables? Um, And we're running out of landfill space, especially like in the Chicago area. Sure. So.
1: The urgency to really reduce the amount of non-sustainable items we're using is, is something. Well, it's here. It's here. Well, I can, mean, it's something.
3: It really is an issue with the culture because consumerist culture, it's... Uh, I mean, we're brainwashed to think we need a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, um, if you live in a city, for instance, you are pretty dependent on you know outsourcing your like food and stuff like that. But we purchase and we just own so much more than we really need. And it's because we're like sold this idea that like our lives will be enhanced by it, which is one reason I think we're first of all, like a miserable culture. Yeah. Everything's about
0: more, 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 Yeah, more, right?
3: Yeah. It's just like the accumulation of things. Um, And then we show us like hoarders. I know it's Mm -hmm. so great. Like buying feels so good. Mm -hmm. It's, it literally is like a a psychological um, experience. So I think that's just like one of the big issues is we do need to, just lessen our consumption we don't need as much as we think we do and mm. the more i've really intentionally like tried to purchase less i actually feel like a lot but there's something about like when i go grocery shopping i use these like when i buy produce I, I use these like reusable produce bags basically and there's something that just feels like really good about coming out with less stuff i don't know it's yeah. it's a different sort of high than shopping high is very temporary it gives you like a dopamine response and sure. then you feel like you need more it's literally like a drug
1: I feel like people probably wonder is what I'm doing really going to make a difference? But if you add up, you know, everybody doing a little something.
0: I think that's where our hot button issue comes in today um, because it's, it's are we making a difference?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Lucia, here's the thing about Harry's hot button issue <laughs> yeah. it's the one segment that we allow Harry to control. <laughs> he does the intro. James and I never know what it's going to be, and it's always oh, just wow, a wild this is ride. Exciting. It's something, it's, it's different every week. Uh it's, it's a ride It's an experience It's time for Harry's Hot Button How dare you oh, Me? You what have in my dreams I'm just my a comedian with your empty words. They're jokes and I'm just telling I jokes I consider myself
2: I, People are suffering I know <laughs> are <dying>. I take, <laughs> so I, <what>? I take <laughs>
1: reusable bags to Whole food.
2: We are in the beginning Of a mass extinction
1: Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God.
0: Oh my God, that All was right. a journey. Dude. That was intricate. He had a, he hard. had verbal uh. cues. What is that from?
3: That's the credit. That's Tinbug. That's, oh. <laughs> that's, that's the that's like the environmental activist. Of course, yeah.
0: I didn't realize that was from her speech. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. When it comes to recycling and what we can do, I think one of the big hot buttons is, is it helping? Are we making mm-hmm. a difference?
3: I definitely think, uh, I've sort of touched on this a lot, but I definitely think it is not the answer. I think we need to, like recycling needs to get better um, and people need to be educated on how to do it properly. But I think the bigger issue is that we need to be consuming less okay. and using more sustainable products.
0: Before we get into that, because I think it's the, it's where we want to end this up with, mm. um, what do we, when you say... Um, we need to get better. Recycling needs to get better. How so? What are we doing wrong? Where could we improve?
3: Um, well, a big thing. So Chicago has a nine percent recycling rate. What does that mean? Uh, so, like, only nine percent of our materials in Chicago actually gets recycled. Wow. And this is a so uh, the Better Government Association came out with a huge investigation last year that revealed that so Chicago had a program had has a program called the Blue Bin program um it's basically like managed by waste management oh the blue cart program basically how it worked is if the recycling guys came by your cart and they found that there was any contamination in it they would slap on the sticker that said contaminated and then they like got extra money by doing that basically like so so they just started putting like more of these stickers on and then like not recycling the materials Um, and they somehow got more money out of it, and, like, people were complaining and saying, like, no, like, I know that it's not contaminated, and Waste Management didn't, like, respond to questioning for the investigation that was published. But, um, yeah, like, Chicago has one of the worst recycling rates in the country, like nine per, I mean, we could be actually yeah. recycling way more of what we're actually doing. A lot of stuff ends up just going to landfill.
0: When we look at the amount of waste we have, right, and when we look at how much of it has the recyclable, you know, the logo, the number, all of that on there, I mean, nine percent is insanely low. Right. And is that so? That nine percent, obviously, you said that's the overall number, right, of what's actually being recycled. Yeah,
3: it's like nine to eleven percent, something like that.
0: So you say that nine, it, it's somewhere around nine percent that actually gets recycled. Do you know anything about what percentage of what people put in the recycle? You know what I mean? Like, is it like less than half of what people put in a recycling bin actually gets recycled?
3: It's probably something like that. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it's even less. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know the exact answer to that, but it's not good. So let me
0: say that a different way, because we think a hell of a lot more than 9% is being recycled. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'd
1: like to think oh, yeah. that everything I'm taking down to the right? recycle bin is... Ending up, you know, being reused. Right.
0: And I guarantee you most of us don't have like a nine to one ratio of garbage cans versus recycling bins. Right. Like we think a much bigger amount of it is being recycled than it actually is. So if that's part of the problem that, that we just we're not recycling well, what are the solutions that we can do? What can we do differently?
3: I mean, we just need to purchase less. We need to purchase fewer disposable items mm. like we live in such a disposable culture because we like just live in a convenience culture you know it's like we get fast food and we go to the store and just everything's packaged for us and so shopping at like buying in bulk in terms of like things you can do at home like buying food in bulk and so you have to go intentionally to places that have that um but also just like or bringing your own containers to places it's annoying it's like that's it's a reason people don't want to do it is it's you know it's an annoying thing to have to like i don't like to do it i don't like to be the person on the plane who's like can you fill my water bottle please?
0: <laughs> but it's a small step you can take it that is, makes yeah. a much bigger difference than throwing it is. 20 plastic cups in a. garbage it's really room.
3: sort of got to step out of your ego and just be like it it's part of a bigger you know a movement, I guess. Um, but the, the biggest issue, and so this is something we were doing for our magazine, is we're, we're basically like tracking all of our waste that we create one day, one day of the week. And I mean, I consider myself to be pretty waste conscious. And even doing this, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much. I don't even realize we don't. I think we're we have like a huge disconnect between like what we're how what we're using is. Mm-hmm. What the life of that is, you know, because it is the issue of like we outsource everything. So we're really disconnected from the life cycle of the things that we use. So I think first thing is to like get aware of how much waste you're producing. most of us are producing a lot of waste.
0: We're gonna come we're gonna get that exact number yeah. from you at some point. yeah, you are. So when it comes to so one of the things you promote quite a bit is a zero waste lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously that's a, very difficult number to get to. Right. And I feel like for people that can be a little bit overwhelming. And then the goal isn't. To start it, you just you don't never throw something out again. Yeah. The goal is to get to a point where you're you're wasting less and less mm. all the time. Is that correct? Yeah.
3: So yeah, one big thing we ha- talk about in our magazine is the the people I created it with. I created it with um, two of my good friends, uh, Eva Bodinger and Morgan Clovins. Eva has like worked in recycling. She works as a sustainability consultant. Um, none of us are perfect, and we're. Still figuring it out ourselves because it's really hard to do. It's like, it's like, it's a major
1: lifestyle change. Right? Yeah.
3: And even as hard as you try, someone will hand you something or someone will give you a gift, you know, and you're like, God, I, I hate re-. this. Is you're, the saddest thing you've ever heard. I hate receiving gifts. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah. There's paper. There's, yeah, that's something. That's it's one often thing. stuff I
3: don't want, you know, that's. One thing, but also just like the amount of packaging that's on stuff. It's like once you become aware of it, it's like, Jesus. Once you recognize that you have some sort of responsibility for the things that you're using and the life cycle of things, and once you realize how big the problem is, it's like stuff is just so annoying.
0: Yeah.
3: So yeah, I think a huge place to start is with food. I mean, we eat three or more times a day and often it comes in packaging. So that's one of the biggest places to start. Food waste is actually... A huge cause of greenhouse gas emissions because when food is put in landfill, it creates methane gas, mm-hmm. which is actually way more potent than greenhouse gas emissions. And it also creates this like stew at the bottom of landfills that's like really toxic and can go into the groundwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: it's
3: called a leche Mixed
0: with the uh, microplastics and yeah, m- just for a uh,
3: mixed with the microplastics and like the battery acid and whatever else is in a landfill. So a real treat. I will say
0: the presence, that's one area where I'm guilty of greenwashing because... Like, when I give people presents, I'm like, I didn't wrap it for the environment. You know
3: what I mean? It's like you're lazy. I, I, I'll, just, I'll
0: reuse cards. I will take a card that someone's given me and just cross my name off of it and put their name on there. And I'm like, it's for the planet. It's not because I wanted to save three bucks. Yeah.
1: So somebody eats a banana and just tosses it out the window and they're like, it's biodegradable. You mean you do that? Uh, <laughs> I said somebody. We're not naming any names here. But is that not, is that not correct? Like, it is biodegradable,
0: but it's... <laughs> not it's, correct. it's, 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 it's
3: <laughs> well, first of all, Hari, um... Yeah, it's not correct. No.
0: <laughs> Mario Kart should have taught you the ills of throwing a banana Someone peel will out slip the window on it. in your You're car. a comedian.
3: You should know Come that. Come on, man. Or then an apple core, you know? like that's So that's fine. a big misconception people have is like food doesn't just immediately biodegrade when you throw it outside. So- <laughs>
0: <laughs> just because it's so like- Just vanish when it hits the air? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's weird. Have you
3: seen the movie Vapu- uh, um, Envy? Yes. Vapu Rise is actually like a very telling movie and I don't know if- they mm-hmm. did that on purpose, but just like the being like creating a product, and being like it's just dis- it disappeared. <laughs> it's like it doesn't just go nowhere. There's got to be somewhere yeah. all that poo is. Compost. I mean, it, it's a it's a process that takes a while to break things down. So just by like throwing an apple core onto like pile of dirt, like it doesn't, Hari. <laughs> <laughs> what is
1: composting?
3: Composting is um, basically like breaking down food waste until it can be put back into soil. And then mm. some sometimes you can you don't even have to like add it back to soil you can just use the compost itself It's basically breaking down into like its most basic form so for to live a zero
1: waste lifestyle what kind of steps would you would you say to take?
3: Um, that's a good question Something we've so I think people can get very overwhelmed. Um, So what we're doing with our magazine is really doing, like, a baby step in building awareness. So, like, one thing we did is we went to Eva's house. She was living with four other people. And we just took everything that had any plastic in it from, like, her kitchen. And even things that we didn't think had plastic had plastic, like jars that have, like, plastic lids that it's, like glass jars but Mm -hmm. they still like managed to get plastic on it somehow um (laughs) and the amount of stuff was just mind-blowing to see so kitchen is a huge place um basically like being aware of things that you throw in the garbage and figuring out so i mean kitchen's one of the biggest ones i think like i i you also it sort of requires a little bit of a diet change but like i buy most of my food in bulk um and like i cook it i cook most of my own meals but also just because i like to but, um, you end up eating
1: healthier? I you like. do,
3: yeah. It sort of requires you to do that.
1: Like, I don't know how to make
0: macaroons. <laughs> 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 you pick macaroon guy. Oh, I love them. Oh, I feel like it's something I should have known about you by now. That's um, great. Those
1: and then those little, uh, what are those, those ice cream jelly things? They're like- uh, Mochi? And, yeah. Oh, man. I could just eat mochis all day. <laughs> If I knew how to make mochis, oh, dude, we wouldn't be having mochi. a podcast. You'd right? <laughs> be too
0: busy. You'd <laughs> be too busy making sustainable mochis.
3: The other, well, the other important thing I want to mention is like, uh, environmental justice is a huge issue. So being able to buy your food in bulk is a privilege because like most food deserts like in the city you there isn't like a bulk store yeah. you know so it's also like an issue of privilege and like it's hard often it's really hard to buy sustainably because it's really expensive sure so it's also like a, a social justice issue.
0: We had someone on talk us about uh, the benefits of eating bugs, and nutrition, yeah, like but crickets. also, yep, but yeah, but also just the the very idea of the sustainability of it. So much less gas, and you know, so much there's so much less emissions. Yeah, making edible crickets versus even you know reducing the, the amount of resources that mm-hmm. are required. Mm-hmm. We listen, Julie, if you're listening. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> thanks for being here. Um, okay, so uh, simple steps: so buying food in bulk, yeah. eating out less, and less packaging. That's one. Yeah. Um, another one, obviously, uh, like reusable, reusable cups, right. right? Reusable instead of plastic, reusable containers in general. Re- a big yeah, one.
3: definitely. Like bringing your own containers. If you're, pl- it, it requires more planning. Like it requires definitely more mindfulness and thought into like how what you're doing and where you're going so like reusable grocery bags um bring your own containers to restaurants instead of getting a big issue is like with the compostable things that people are transitioning to usually they don't go into compost you know so it's like we're trying to create alternatives that aren't really helping anything Mm -hmm. so uh, it's you sort of got to go back to basics of like Glass containers, you know, things like that. Um
1: well, Jim you had mentioned eating out less, but I don't think was, was that is that on the list if you go to a place where you're not getting plastics and stuff, but they're, you know using dishes that they're going to reuse, is there is eating out at a restaurant? That's like, more
0: fair at a restaurant. You mentioned yeah. fast food specifically, yeah. and that was something. There's so much packaging. and you know what I mean? That's what so, but dining out, there's a lot of sustainable restaurants,
3: yeah, definitely. And supporting like local, I think that's one of the biggest things, like supporting local farms. And creating a local economy is one of the best things i think so like shopping at like food co-ops it's we only have a few in the city but also like more than food co-ops is like farms like there are a bunch yeah. of urban farms with csa's so CSAs means community supported agriculture so they'll like they drop a box of food off at your house that's great yeah and so there are like farms like in michigan that will do that and drive it into the city but they're also urban farms in the city i think food is one great place to start because it's something that everyone can relate to like we have to stop using Plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think
0: another thing I took away was just when we were talking, like Amazon. Yeah. Like I mean, maybe yeah. make the trip. You know what I mean? Go to Target or wherever or uh, somewhere local and get the stuff that you need, yeah. versus having things shipped just for convenience. Because all of that extra packaging—it's waste, right? right. It's got to go somewhere.
3: Yeah, and uh, another huge thing connected to that is like the clothing. So fast fashion is such a huge issue. Um, fast fashion. Yeah. So there's fast fashion. There's slow. F- so most stores like. Uh, Old Navy and Gap and Target and Zara and H&M, like they all create, they have like micro seasons where they create new like seasons of clothes like 10 times a year mm-hmm. to, and it's clothes that can only be worn like 10 times before they start breaking down in order to get people to buy more. Sure. So it's this like- I've been a victim. Yeah, Oh, <laughs> it's because it's cheap. It's usually clothes that are cheap. Yeah, so like either buying from really sustainable stores or like thrifting, like everything already like so much stuff exists already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, That's cl- a big piece of this. I clothes think. So is, much is already there. Yeah, thrifting the things you buy or getting vintage. Yeah, we just we, we like new stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's around the same time I was recycling. It came just this notion that like new is good. Sure which often stuff that is created now is so low quality. It's not the same as like the wood table your grandpa made right. in like the 1950s. It's just like really low quality stuff that breaks down cuz companies want you to buy more of their stuff.
1: We need to like promote the the idea that reusing stuff is
3: is good and not. hundred percent yeah.
0: But what you just said is so important. I mean, even if someone doesn't care, you know, it doesn't believe in the environment. Right. Everything else you just said, they're making things cheaper, so we buy more. Like you know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're, there's they're so many us. reasons, and
3: they and they take advantage of cheap human labor in other countries to do that. So it's mm-hmm. always then tied to like social justice mm-hmm. issues. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm, kidding. I'm kidding.
0: No, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a million reasons yeah. <laughs> not to do this. I'm totally kidding. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but there like there are places in Chicago like Rebuilding Exchange is a really cool place where you can like buy stuff for your home like reclaimed stuff so it's really fun once you get into it Mm -hmm. it's it's a whole I mean it does require like sort of slowing down a little bit and being a little bit more intentional but I think it's a it's a very fulfilling lifestyle
0: and I feel like being intentional is something we should all do. More yeah, of, right. I think this is just good to know about, and just, it just again, the more reasoning you have behind it, uh-huh. the easier it is to make smart decisions.
3: Yeah, I think when I started getting into sustainability, it actually that's like when I started to feel connected to spirituality. And I was hmm. like, rate, I was very atheist in high school, and then I found sustainability because the principles of ecology are very spiritual in a way. It's like everything is interconnected. Like all Earth systems are interconnected, and so once you start recognizing that you have an effect in this like greater scheme of things and then you have a responsibility. It makes you feel connected to the right. world and like you do have like your actions do affect other people in a and other things, you know, in a positive or negative way. It makes total sense to
1: and me. Maybe we should all be like be rating each other's green scores. And then nobody's going to be wanting to get this extra sleeve. Shame is
3: a huge (laughs) motivator. That's so weird. It's very spiritual. That's
0: so weird. (laughs) (laughs) We're encouraging shaming. All right, good. Listen, you've given us a lot of information that we can use and some easy, quick tips that we can bring back. I appreciate it. Obviously, we can find more at thetrashymag.com. And you guys have like a, it's like a quarterly uh, Mm -hmm. magazine. Do you guys have paper copies? No. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but then you also <laughs> you also have some blog pieces that you update weekly as I well, think – so we're
3: going to have a newsletter, but we have an Instagram. So it's, like, if you really want to follow one more Instagram account, you know. Okay. Um, the Trashy Mag? The, yeah, the Trashy Mag. And uh, we hope just people, like, read everything that's on. We're really intentionally trying to make it not too much content on mm-hmm. each quarter. So it's, like, you read what's there. You know, I feel like there are certain websites where – they're just producing so much content that you don't really get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. And so so the next one will be out in January. And each, each issue has a different, like, elemental theme. So this one was Earth. So we talk a lot about, like, uh, agriculture and uh, the materials we use. And the next one is uh, air. So we'll be talking about, like, travel and... Pollution, so, if you're that.
1: the kind of person that, that really wants to contribute and, and, and do something, but you don't know how, this is the, your website would be a good resource for someone like me.
0: Yeah, I think so. It's nice. I can't thank you enough for coming out here, spending some time with us today. Thank you uh, for having me. Everyone can check you out at the TrashyMag.com. Uh, and uh, but before we get also,
1: Lucia is a very hilarious comedian.
0: She is a very hilarious. Yeah, it fan. didn't sound like it here. I'm like, no, were listen,
3: we're gonna die. <laughs> you, were
0: you were great. No, we we were you were here to talk about this stuff. We did a great job with it. Okay. We do. We're gonna end on our segment three answers where okay. we come back to the three questions and uh, and get those answers. Cool. So question number one, I'm gonna let you state what it was because it's very it was elaborately stated and I don't remember the exact wording
3: okay why does focusing too much on recycling as individuals distract from the greater environmental crisis and
1: I said it is because uh, maybe recycling is just a very small part of solving the env- environmental crisis uh, when there's a lot of other things that could be
0: done and I said it was, I, th- I felt like it was kind of more to keep us busy and make us feel like we were doing something than actually having an impact but I feel like We've talked about it throughout. I feel like there's a different answer.
3: I, that's definitely part of it. Mm-hmm. I think the bigger answer is that we're consuming way too much. And so recycling is a part of that, and it's not really an efficient process. And I think the bigger issue is that like overall we need to change our waste systems, including like fossil f- the fossil fuel industry and our energy use, but also just like consuming less and using sustainable materials.
0: Question number two?
3: All right, uh, what's one of the most impactful environmental decisions that individuals can make? We you, never touched on this, actually. You
0: threw me for a loop here, because Hari said, said reusables, which yes. I think is a great answer, but then you said...
1: You said think outside of the box.
0: Mm-hmm. So then I started thinking the less I should have not said, get out I, of that box. I should have said <laughs> think outside of
3: the... Um, the bun? The, the industrial... <laughs> uh, the, the factory farm. <laughs> <laughs> think outside the factory <laughs> farm.
0: Think outside the factory farm? What is it? Can you tell us?
3: Eating less meat. Or not really? eating meat, yeah, oh. not eating meat. It's one of the wow. biggest tying in the. Uh, we we can... are
0: such a vegan podcast, oh. and I didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm gonna have two burgers tonight just to make sure that everyone <laughs> don't know. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> interesting, Be- why? Because of the.
3: So animal agriculture is like one of the biggest causes of pollution and global warming, and it's something that like it's very it's a huge political issue, mm-hmm. and so um, environmental organizations don't often. It's being talked about a lot more now. Okay. Um, I mean, making. Making even just like one patty, I don't know what the exact like ratio of energy is, but I mean, it takes a huge amount of water. And to create these factory farms to, you know, support people's like keto diets requires deforestation at like massive levels. And trees are natural carbon sequesters. Mm -hmm. So like a study just came out that said that actually like repopulating the planet with trees would protect us the most from catastrophic climate change and factory farming is just like one of the it does the opposite of that.
0: Yeah, every step of the way. It's, yeah. it's counterintuitive to that. Huh. And question number three.
3: Um how much waste does the average person produce per day? I said ten and
1: then I was bullied into saying five.
0: I said one and then I decided to double it. I went two. Oh.
3: Pounds.
1: Oh yes, pounds. pounds right.
3: Pounds per day. <laughs> ten waste. So Hari won. Ah it's for uh, not the first time, but the second time. <laughs> the it's time. uh four point four pounds. Really per
0: day? Wow. Yeah. I mean, the more I think of it, the more yeah. I like, mean, what are some examples that?
1: Because uh, actually, I mean, that's a that's a lot of waste.
3: Yeah. Well, think about like eating out, um, just like buying stuff from the store and throwing it away. Yeah, wasted Packaging. food.
0: Yeah, I mean little things. I get I I travel a lot. I wear suits, so I'll get dry cleaning, and just the amount of yeah. plastic and hang, you know what I mean. There's just so much crap with everything you do. Yeah, you think about it.
1: You should wear like a barrel around. <laughs> <the top. Just laughs>
0: straps. I thought about that. I don't have a formal barrel. You would look and that's good my in problem. it. You would Thank <laughs> 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 um we're so thrilled you were here thank you for taking the time out thanks um, for having me where again uh they can find you at the trashy dot yes. to, to learn a little bit more about sustainability yeah. where can they find you do you have anything you want to plug on social media
3: um yeah so you can find me on my instagram at lucia underscore whalen and my website's com and uh performing around the city and stuff and uh yeah
0: Definitely, catch her performing. Awesome, Lucia. uh, We can't thank you enough for being here tonight.
1: Thanks for having me. I just want to add too, for anybody listening that has a bunch of plastic bags (laughs) in their cupboard, take them to (laughs) Tony.
0: Thank you. All right.
1: I
3: think that's important. I'm taking a trip. It's very
0: important. It's so important. We literally double check online though. There's
3: a website. I don't know if I top my head, but it's like recycling in the city. It'll tell you where to go. Awesome. Well, hey, come back.
0: Yeah, come back next week. Uh, Listen again when our guest is going to be Tony from. (laughs) <laughs> Just to talk to us of about Tony's bags. fame. <laughs> Just to talk to us about plastic bags, part two. Um, no, but again, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks, and, guys. Uh, Thanks
3: for caring. You got it.
0: That was our episode with uh, Lucia Whalen. Uh, again, I think we plugged the site a few times, but you can definitely find uh, out more about sustainability at thetrashymag.com. I think we learned quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I really like that the the website is a resource for anyone who is unsure what to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like myself. You know. I have had trouble separating the things at Whole Foods. I'm not sure what's recyclable, what's not, and um, it, it's nice to have a resource I can go to to um, to help me, you know, do something about it.
0: I think the whole point I took away is maybe a little bit of more of a reduction of what I use, what I consume. Yeah, it will probably make a much bigger impact than recycling. Good episode. I think we learned a lot today. I learned a lot today. I have a lot I can take away from it. I think you're in the same boat. We kind of we kind of talked through that quite a bit. Um, what else? Thank you to our listeners, uh, to anyone who's been listening and enjoying the program. Um, God, some people hate it when I call it a program and I love that about it. I keep Why? calling Why? What's it, wrong with program? I don't know. just a very weird word to use. And then had someone tell me, stop saying program. And I was like, I will not now. But if you are enjoying it, please uh, subscribe. Subscribe to the cast. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, Leave us a review, rate it, whatever you want. We really appreciate all of it. Uh, Tell a friend, anything you can do. Uh, We thank you for, for being here with us for it. All right, next time I see you, I will be freshly back from a trip to the Swiss Alps. Oh, yeah. And then to Nuremberg, Germany.
2: Wow.
1: What
0: are you doing that time? Oh, boy. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i not going to do shit I'm going to be traveling the world Well, It's your time now It's my time I've felt awful the entire time Hari's been like oh I can't talk I'm in Barcelona I'm like I'm in bed It's like 11am and I just haven't gotten out of bed yet <laughs> So now I'm the world traveler And you get to be back here Alright I'm going to say this before we get out of here uh, I've gotten a lot of feedback From people A lot of dudes with hairless shins Really? A lot of dudes with hairless shins so out there So if in the anybody
1: world. hasn't listened to the second episode, uh, I revealed that I don't wear shorts and one of the reasons is that I don't have hair on my shins. Mm-hmm. And now uh, this is a thing. I thought, man, I always just living quietly, you know, under the radar.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of incels out there, apparently. <laughs> 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 <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. A lot of dudes who don't have hair on their shins. It's, uh, it's a real epidemic and uh, I'm proud of you for being the spokesman for them. You, uh, a lot of people just felt like they could walk out of the house in shorts now because, uh, because Harry told them it was okay. Wow.
1: And not all heroes wear shorts. <laughs> Some wear long pants everywhere.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Uh, again, uh, at Podcast WDWK on all the social medias, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to James Webb and the people of Comedy Network and their podcast studios. Uh, as always, with Harry Rao, I'm Jim Flanagan. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.